Hello and you are welcome to the RF podcast. It is the 25th of September. It's just gone half past nine in the top floor of RF Towers. This podcast is brought to you by Shaw Commercials. Offers a wide range of new and used Renault trucks for sale, van hire, rental, and also CVRT testing, Renault truck servicing and parts. And they're in the Brafey Road Business Park, Castlebar. In the Mac, John Stagg. How are we, lads? Yeah, all good. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Brilliant, yeah. Preview show of the quarterfinals. It's your, I think you described it before, Enda. It's like Christmas week for you. Yeah, it's a great week. Uh, a bit more spread out than normal this year, Riff. What do you mean by that? As in like the fixtures? Yeah, well, you know, you normally have the double headers in Mikhail Park. Yeah, and I, I will you have you your route done out or have you planned? Will you be able to get two games each day? I'm sure you'll be able to get two in anyway. Yeah. So it's not, uh, it's not, it's not the end of the world for you. No, a few more. I'd, couldn't I'd say, with, I'd say with the weather as well, it's probably a good thing they didn't schedule any games in McHale Park. Well, it's the only pitch in the county that a game wasn't fit to be played in yesterday, even though the most money is spent on it. Oh, I don't know about that now. I think there's a few more pitch club pitches that there's more money spent on. Don't know. There was only a was it a two hundred three hundred thousand euro job? Yeah, well, that was only last year, but in general, it would be the most. Yeah, uh, they probably just wanted to keep it for the semi-finals coming up in two weeks' time. Mm-hmm. Two week break again. John, how are you? I'm not too bad. Not too bad. No. Um, yeah. You had a win last on Saturday evening for the juniors. Yeah, we had yeah. Um, yeah, we had the bad team out in fairness now, as regards as the way as uh, how junior teams go. Um, so how does that competition no, work? Is it is it uh, group stages? Yeah, um, we've played all our group games now, and uh, we're still not sure, but we we good chance we'd finish second, which would mean you go into the A semi-finals. And the third and fourth teams go into the B semi-finals. It's a bit different than it used to be. Before oh. it used to be just the top two and used to go through play semi-finals and the two losers play B finals. So it's a little bit different. Yeah. Mayo Gales, I suppose, the week after getting knocked out of championship, uh, you know, they took the week off from training the whole lot. So John Gallagher Sr. was over them. So it was a matter of just getting the team out in the, the pitch. So um yeah, I would look at a good game. It was level up to half time. Uh, we had the breeze in the second half and probably had just had the legs in them in the second half as well. So Right out, yeah. You're finished your group games. I'd say those teams haven't started their group games. Is that right, John? Yeah, Gary Moore. I know is definitely haven't played one yet. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Ben Rove are top, and they would have played one game. So they're a good bit behind. And we're plus playing semi finals in two weeks' time. So I don't know how that's going to work. That's the two teams, the Junior C final. Linda, you're at the weekend in the Neil. Yeah, I was back at the Chester in the Neil. Um. Easy it was what Easy. it was. It's, it's Junior C ref. It's, uh, it's um, there was a fair smattering of a crowd back there. Um, 10 euro in. I don't know. Not for me, for lads that aren't training. I think it, it was overdone. Fiverr would have been enough. But uh, good game went extra time. Um, you got the value, rubbed, so. Bad and rubbed does ever it cost me. Not with my gorgeous ticket. Ref, um, oh, it did, Ballon it Rob, did, yeah. Ballon Robe deservedly won, but it was no place for the game in the middle middle of a weather warning with no stand. There was that fight full of a lip coming out of the 
galvanized building in, in Neil. Everyone was soaked to the skin. Nobody escaped. Players, managers, or supporters um, for a, a so called county final round venue should have been in Hollymount. I'm pretty irate about it. Uh, it's eight kilometers why, from Gary Moore. Why do you think I asked you? <laughs> it's eight kilometers from Gary Moore to Hollymount, and it's ten kilometers from Ballon Robe to Hollymount. So they brought Gary Moore twenty eight kilometers up to the Neil, and the Neil for a club that looked for the match couldn't even put on the Stewart. So, I don't know. Why do you look for a match if you're not prepared, to, Stuart? Easy now, Andy. You could be burning bridges there in the knees. Might be allowed back in. <laughs> uh, come here. I want to compliment the ladies' committee who put on, led by Miriam Welsh, who put on a lovely spread for people, but um, no one even to uh, take out a grip and clear the water out of the goals for a county final. I don't blame the Neil. I blame the county board for putting the game on in the Neil. It's meant to be a county final. They couldn't show the clubs the respect to have cover for the supporters, but they managed to get a couple of people to go from the county board to stand at the gate. Right. Rant over, Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> but You're I just... suppose, it, look, at it, if it was a nice day, there'd have been no problem really in the weather, because... Um... In fairness, there was a we- there was a weather warning, John. Yeah, I know, I know they're lacking probably yeah. a proper stand back there, but they have done a lot of work back there now too. Um, and come here, the pitch is fantastic, and I you can't blame the needle for the 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 puddle in the in the goal mount, but uh, player safety was an issue in the best pitch in the county, but to, to be in the C final, player safety didn't seem to be an issue. Pitch looked Worked okay, did it? The pitch was fine, uh, very good rain. actually. Rain. Yeah, goal mount. I have to say, considering there was a game played on the pitch beforehand, the ladies were out. The pitch was in brilliant order, but the two pitches in the need are a credit to them. They really are. Yeah. But uh, a county final, again, clubs playing county finals outside McHale Park shouldn't have been happening when the clubs are levied for the for McHale Park. Gary Moore were in two county finals this year between uh, underage and senior in London and McHale Park. Why are the pain? Six thousand or six and a half thousand levy. I because, don't know. They're paying a levy I think because the they borrowed out their arse for a stand. We have a million surplus every year, and our treasurer is very proud about talking about it, ref. But this million surplus, so why are the clubs paying a levy for a ground they can't go into that's been kept for the county team? Woo! But uh, they're the facts of it. Right. Uh, B final went to penalties. Um, In my opinion, the clubs stand up. They're not going to stand up, and they're never going to stand up. So just get it out of your head. It's not going to happen. <laughs> well, they should, ref. They're uh, not going to. It's never. Nothing's ever going to happen about it. So it's it's pointless. Even yeah, because if you, you yeah. you're uh, before you go, but, just before you go to the B final, Andy, you better tell us something about the C final. Apart from just the venue. <laughs> uh, Conor O'Brien was excellent for Ballon Robe centre forward at uh give an exhibition. Now he had the free in the last minute of uh normal time to win it and it dropped short. Um for Gary Moore, uh Jimmy Killeen was probably the best player, even though he was in and out of the game. Um Ballon Rope had more legs and said it more lads training to be honest. Um your man John you referenced him today in a tweet Ushing Twice. He done pretty well. Um, 
to be honest with you, I was in the van because I couldn't get out. It was soaking, so it was hard enough to see through. The windscreen was fogging up. Uh, it wasn't that simple to see it from where I was. And uh, uh, the humour was getting worse as the day went on. But, um, yeah, but I thought Ballinrobe deserved to win in normal times. So uh, when the ball got stuck in the, stuck in the water near the end, I was sure that Gary Moore would go up and get an equaliser and a go to penalties. And it was no way for the game to end. Like, it should have been a goal for Ballinrobe. I know they can't do anything about it. And it's the same for both teams. But... It was one of the stranger things I ever seen a ball to get stuck in a puddle of water with no goalkeeper in the goal. Lucky he was there. Another <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> game of great excitement, the beat final. Yeah, went to penalties. Claire Morris and Park in this one went all the way to penalties. The down here the score four eleven to three. I suppose it was must have been four goals to three in the penalties. I watched them penalties today on Twitter and conditions looked awful pitch held out in Charlestown um, usually it does in fairness isn't it? it takes some yeah it does take it can take a good spill in fairness so uh, they were lucky in that sense yeah. but yeah but just bad weather the weekend I mean it's, it was it yeah. was horrible for for football but I'd have to get these games played too and, yeah uh, I met I met Fintan McHale today in Clemars and yeah he said they were sick and uh, the park lads were sick and they, they didn't win it they were really really up for it like you know and um yeah, just come up. It's a, it's a cruel way to lose it, like in fairness. Yeah. I see Park weren't that happy either on social media. I Frank McLaughlin having a go on Facebook about the game. Should have been called off, like the game in Castlebar. Did the ref showed uh, up late as well, did he? I think the referee was late. He, he was down to referee three games yesterday. <laughs> busy man. It's a busy man. And I think there was a, there was a no-show as well in... The Kilmore Moy Lewisburg match in the ladies. I think it was the same ref. No way. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're on the same day as well. Jesus. Yeah, I think he was down for three games on the day, and he oh. he he got himself into a bit of a tizzy from what I'm hearing. I think Vincent Neary, Vincent Neary came in then after a while in the in the the ladies game and ref that one, and I say he must have hit, hit up the road then to Charleston. Yeah. I think he was in Bill Mullet or somewhere early <laughs> yesterday morning. <laughs> he was putting on the mileage yesterday. Yeah, but um, yeah, Vincent uh, Thomas uh, wasn't it? Belly Vincent Castle. Thomas, yeah, yeah Vincent yeah. Th- Thomas. But um, these competitions should be over at this stage, ref. Really, they should have done over and done with long ago. Like dragging on to this stage of the year, I don't know. I don't think they should be on at the same time as the senior intermediate junior championship side. When was that last year? Did it, it finish up a... just before the championship? Yeah, they finished there. It made a mockery. It wasn't the semi-final of the junior B. wasn't even played. Clubs couldn't feel because they were losing players throughout the championship. It's it's it's. I think it's one they need to look at next to the time. And, and even the South Junior Championship, John, it used to be a great competition on a Wednesday night. And here we are nearly into October and Gary Moore haven't played a group game yeah I, th- I think someone explained to me there lately it was to do with the, um, the odd numbers moving to even numbers again in that the minor championship was on that was under 18 on Tuesday night was it? and then you're asking them to play again on Wednesday night a lot of these lads so that's, that's what someone gave me the excuse for now lately but the, the consensus out there is that I think people would prefer to move back to Wednesday nights uh, in the summertime I think lads definitely enjoyed playing them games 
Yeah, oh, yeah. you did. And it was a great competition. Like it's, uh, you're you're heading into October now and trying to get junior players who aren't training to play in October. It 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 it's a mess. And like the Mara Cup, the Premier competition set me out. The final still isn't played. So there there was definitely a problem with fixturing and set me out this year. I would say. Yeah, and I you think your own club are in that final, are they? In in which? Omara Cup. Yeah, yeah, against uh, Mayo Gales, yeah. Yeah, so, so um, if if you win uh, this weekend, God knows, and that's going to be played. It's not very fair on Mayo Gales. Do they keep training on? Yeah, but I had this argument with them in, in Finnerty's on Saturday night. At the end of the day, <laughs> they had the opportunity to play it early on the year and uh, they were missing a few lads and they decided oh, yeah. to, 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 to there, there's push this... it out. <laughs> yeah. So um, I said to be on our terms all this time, but I, the thing is, if we were to win the weekend, that means it's at least three weeks away. And yeah. for them to keep training when you're out of championship, it's it's very hard. It really is. Now, they've yeah. never won the America Cup. I know they, they, they really want to win one. So... That might, you know, they get a week or two off. Maybe they will want to get back at it again, but uh, it can be hard in your own championship. Yeah. Uh, the junior A final then. And any info on the junior B, John? Did you hear anything about scores or anything? There's videos up of the penalties I see on the Mayo G. No, I was, I was hoping you'd have something now because Clamaris <laughs> GA were looking for us to. <laughs> To do something about it, you know, but no, I didn't actually see any of the scores. Yeah. I, I heard Mikey Gallagher was absolutely delighted on us. He was um he was captain one day. Yeah. And, uh, I think he said in a speech afterwards that he'd something like last seven county finals, he'd never won one. So I think that's more or less what he said. And he mm. he was uh he's around a long time playing um playing for Clemars' second team at uh, Mikey. Uh so I suppose it's good for him and us. And a final yeah. only made it to half time, lads. Uh Mark Tuffy called it off for player safety reasons. Westport were 4-1 up. And a, a surprise to me to see Ben Doyle, who started a National League game for Mayo a couple of years ago in Westmead, playing at junior A level. Uh, I think he might have been away from home there for a while, so he might have uh, eased off into training. But um, Westport, lads, I added up the players that had on the panel last week for the senior championship and this week for the junior championship and it came to 80 and there was only nine of a crossover okay so nice. ser- serious to have 71 players in the club it's crazy it's crazy the numbers that they have um would they if they had the same affordability of having a, a, a proper team in intermediate championship, would they compete like Castlebar B? Well, they'd have to win a junior first. So I don't think there's too many of the junior clubs that will ever agree to let a club second team into the junior championship again. Yeah. Well, yeah, th- actually, someone asked me that the weekend, like that, you know, Casabar obviously have a intermediate team. Like, is that it? Like, is, is the door closed on anyone else having a, Having a... at the moment, yeah. Okay, so, so so even if you win junior A, um, no, you, still you can't you can't go right. Okay, and you uh, used to. I, I, yeah, I I was speaking to a man in Roscommon during the week, lads, and the worst thing possible that could happen in Castlebar B is to win the intermediate championship because. Every player that plays in the championship then is regarded as a senior player for next year. And I think he said he could only regret six or seven. So they'd have no 
team, team. and they can't be promoted. So they'd have to stay in the intermediate grade and they'd lose all their players and probably get relegated. And then they can't play the junior championship. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. I'm oh, sure they fight off. Oh, file off, file off, file off. There's a catch-22 for you. Do, you. do you take an intermediate championship win to stop you ever, them players ever playing at junior, intermediate, or senior? Well, they can play at senior if they're good enough. But uh, again. Yeah. Oh, definitely. The talk. You, that, that's not the talk they want to hear this week, though. No. You definitely take it, though. You definitely take it. Into, you would. Why wouldn't you? Even a men's, you wouldn't be able to play next year. Take the, but for that, but you're gone forever more. Then is that it? You're gone forever more if you get relegated, ref. But what, what, can they not go back into the junior championship? No, <laughs> that why not? Is closed. If they get relegated, ref, they're not allowed into the junior championship. Why? Who said that? Should that, that was so that was that. brought in that the second club, the second teams can't play in junior championship after Castlebar won it to junior club. So who got this? Who class. goes down? So. Someone has to go Nobody. down. Well, if Nobody. teams are coming up. Yeah. If the team coming up, there has to be a team coming down. Yeah, Castlebar, if Castlebar are relegated to go down, but they, they will don't leave. go to junior, they go to junior A. So there'll only be 11 teams in junior championship. Or they might bring up two, maybe, would they? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's, never, it's never, probably never going to happen. You never know. You never know. I know. Move on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, such a rabbit hole. I still think if you get to make it fine on your Castle Bar B, you have to try and win it, don't you? 100%. Yeah. 100%. And fight, and fight, uh, fight afterwards. I wouldn't be worrying about it. Um, I'd be going for the game. Castle Bar Mitchells, lads, we'll go straight into it, will we? Yep. Castle Bar Mitchells, 4 to 7, Ballon Tubber, 6 to 4. Every. Every Tom, Dick, and Harry in the county are tipping Ballon Tubber for this one, but they're outsiders of the bookies. Yeah, talk, talk I me. can see why, based on last year's form, but Castlebar haven't been going well so far this year. Board favourites now at the moment, five to one. Mm. It's probably where I'd have them. I have them slight favourites myself to win this match. I think they're going to get a performance. Um, and I'm going to go for Castlebar to win this game. Uh, as I like to say, an all-known form, Ballantubber should win, but I'm just going to give Castlebar the benefit of the doubt that the site of the Ballantubber jersey, like there's a huge rivalry between these clubs. For the last 15 years, they've been duking it out as the best two clubs in the county, haven't they? They have, yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree with what you're saying that everyone around the county is, is expecting Ballantubber or tip Ballantubber to win this because they're just thinking that they'll strangle them and they just they do they do like playing Casabar. Casabar on the opposite side don't really enjoy playing Ballantubber at times but they're the Casabar lads are going to be here and all this as well and um, <laughs> that's that that's going to suit them if the, and it doesn't rise them to get them up for it you know Barry Moore's going to hear all this sort of talk and he, he's going to bring it into the dressing room I guarantee yeah, you know they're saying like, oh hey, they're reckoning that these boys are going to take us down, like you know that that that's going to be the kind of talk. And uh, Casabar, you know, could 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 just turn around and um and you know put in a right good performance on on Saturday. Um, but I I be honest, yeah, on form, 
you'd have to be a little bit worried about their performances. Uh, Dougie's got them out now in the last couple of games. Um, he needs he needs other letters to stand up around him on on set. Paddy Durkin needs to lead. Um, the likes of Ethan Gibbons needs to step up. Um, you know, uh, there's a thing there that you know if you get in tight enough in Ethan, you know, you do a job and whatever. Ethan needs to he needs to shake that off. No, so he does. He needs to shake that tag off. Uh, Mark Cunningham. Yeah, we all know American put in performances, but he can also sort the ties at times as well. So um the likes of boys, James, James Durkin, maybe he'd be up to up to speed a little bit better as well. That might help. But um I, I just feel I just I can't get away from Bantorbo in this game. I re- I really think they will. I think they'll they'll just they'll just they'll just have their measure, I think. I really do. I I think they'll um I, no, they need Killing. Killing hasn't excelled uh so far. Uh, so they'll, they'll need him to be at his best on Saturday and they'll need as I said before Kieran Gavin and Stephen O'Malley to, to remain in the form they are and they need to uh, to remain consistent and I, I think if they do I think Jason in the midfield as well and you know Michael Plunkett's playing well um, Keelan, Keelan McDonald um, yeah I, I it's Ballantover for me definitely yeah Lads, I meant to check. Dunnikin McHugh hasn't played yet in the championship. I've seen him listed in the subs. Is he carrying a knock? He must be. He must be something up for him, yeah. He, uh, someone asked, we, I think we had a discussion and someone sent it on to me. He was number 17 the last game, but didn't appear. Yeah. So there's obviously, uh, he obviously must be injured. That, you know, I don't think there's a, a dip in form or anything. Or I didn't hear of anything bad. So I, I assume he's just as a knock or whatever else. But uh, they have a good panel, Castlebar. They've, they've dipped. It's, um, I think there's an awful lot of talk about this about how ca- there's too much talk about Castlebar playing poorly for me. Uh, I don't think it's um, it's as bad as people are making out, and they're going to. I think they're going to kick into gear this weekend. This is the weekend they're going to do it. It's Castlebar for me. Um, it could be after extra time. Any, any draws? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say any any draws go to extra time. Yeah. Yeah, yes. I think it's yeah. not it, you have to win on the day, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. So you're going it's, you're only, going, it's okay. only the final that's replays. That's in. a variant, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going Castlebar. I think they're gonna win and it's gonna kick start their season. Um the focus is all about how poor they're playing, but I think there's more there's more a lot more in them. Um and uh Ban and Tober are gonna put it up to them, but I think Castlebar are going to win. Okay. Next one. Next one is not more one to ten. Not more one to ten. Charlestown eleven to two. Fourteen to one for the draw. This is in Claremorris, lads. And uh bookies are going heavy with not more there at one to ten. Lot of talk about them. It's 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 going to be tough. And we're going to mention in this preview that you know Charlestown are in bonus territory. We're going to mention that they're their bogey team over the last few years. What else, John? Have you on that list? There's going to be a few more t- ticks like that. Um, the dark arts could come out. Dark arts. It's going to be, <laughs> but sure, it's not more like it's not like they're not used to. They they can't. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask you which team, John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus, the big difference in prices there. Also, there is. Um, I I think Charleston is going to relish this. Now I haven't seen that more all year, and um, I know you've seen them a few times in the right, and uh, the likes of Hopkins and these boys. I I yet to see them in the flesh, but I'm actually doing this game on 
on Midwest. So um, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to see to seeing that more for start off. But I'm, I'm also looking forward to the game. I, I think Charleston are going to they're going to come with a plan. You know, Mister Kenny and Healy, they're they're definitely going to come with a plan, and um, it'll just be interesting. The quarter final, there's a lot at stake, and um, it's and it's not such a thing that you know not more come out and throw off the shackles. It, it'll yeah. you know. Yeah, There's absolutely the... no pressure whatsoever on Charleston. No, none. none. Absolutely none. Yeah, the first quarter final, what, 19 years. So, uh, yeah. you know, not more, uh, not more can't win because if they win, I'm sure it's only Charleston. And you, you, yeah. you know, like, there's, yeah. it, there's no real, like, it's a tricky one for not more. It is a tricky one. Um, it is. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. Yeah. Uh, and especially after having such a, you know, a commanding win over Ahamore. And um, kind of you know, and I think that's more or less what the the odds are going on here in their last game, where they look seem to look really really impressive, you know. But um, I think different game quarter final. There's a fear factor there, as in, uh, you know, this is it. It's knockout football. Uh, so Charlton Char- Char- will need a good. They'll need a good start. But they, they have some really good players, Charlton. They do. Yeah, they do. Um, and they'll be physical. Yeah. They're physical. They, they can match not more physically. Yeah. Uh, in a lot of departments. Um, yeah, absolutely. Now, in, in saying all that, I'm I, I'm still going to go for not more. To, I think maybe in the end, I think they'll just, they'll just they'll get over the line. Yeah, by maybe three points. Yeah, not more for me too. I ain't going for Charleston. Oh man, into no, I'm not rolling. I'm not going for Charleston. I'm afraid Charleston. Uh, seen them the last day. I think there's a golfing class, and I think not more will win six plus. Ooh. I, yeah, I, I was really impressed with Knockmore the last I, the, the day I was worried about Knockmore was the last day against Ahamore really defensive team pressure expected to win if you lose you're out of the championship I think the shackles are off and I think they'll win very comfortably against Charleston I think the better players Charleston having the forwards that can hurt them the Towie Jack Mahan isn't going that well I just think this will be a handy win for Knockmore they're looking at bigger things. Um, Charleston got to the quarterfinal and done very well considering the first result against Westport. But I think Westport, not more, Ballina are at a different level than Charleston, Gary Moore. They're, they're, them type of teams, Ahamore, are at the same level. There's a big gulf to the top teams. So, uh, yeah, not more handy for me. Because I don't know, you're saying Jack Mahan, he scored five points in play against uh, Clamoris, fairness. So I wouldn't say he's out of form by any means. Uh, and Tau- John, we... what did I say about the Clamoris defence? Yeah. <laughs> Let's not go there again. And Clamoris uh... <laughs> had the relegation playoff this weekend. Tawi, uh, Tawi is, he, he, he could, he could have one of those days too, you know, so. Um, yeah, Four I, or five frees, no problem to him. Yeah, yeah, I think it would be a little bit tighter now, yeah. Yeah, I'd say they'll park the bus. I'd say they'll park the bus for, 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 for as long as they can and see what happens. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ballina, Stevenites, one to eight. Belmullet, four to one. And this one in Cross Malina. I'll go first this time, lads. Same story, I'm afraid for me. I think Ballina, different level than Belmullet. Belmullet done well. The big match for them was the Gary Moore match. They won it. Uh, they qualified. But I just can't see them putting it up to Ballina for an hour. I think they'll stick with them for 40 minutes. Ballina will pull away five plus in this one for me. Yeah, I'd be, incl- 
Yeah, I've been inclined to agree with him here now, in fairness. I've been inclined to go to here into this one. And I know, I know the Ben Mullet lads are always saying that um I, I'm always tipping against them, but um I, I think it will be as well. I think they've um I think they've done well to grow the group. Um the win at home to Gary Moore was obviously huge. And um they still needed a favour from Ballon Tubber the last day, but uh, they've got their own job done fairly well. Look, at Ryan O'Donoghue is going to be all over Niall Heffernan's uh, board this week in the dressing room, and it's going to be all about nullifying him to a certain degree. You know, young Anthony Barrett, he's good, but he's still very young. Um, Murray, he only came on the last day. So, um, yeah, I, th- I think, yeah, I think Ballon Mullers have done really well to get to qualifying again. They, you know, the start of the year, it's well documented. They, they found it hard to get a uh, manager in and um, they've got promoted Division 1, got out of the group, qualifying. They're they're in, yet again, they're in uh, no-lose territory kind of thing and they'll come with a plan, but um, I just can't seem to be good enough to uh, to stick with Banner. Ref? I think it's going to be tight. Believe it or not, I um, I don't think there's going there's going to be fuck all in it, just for the simple reason that I think Ben Mullet are going to match up them physically, and try and try and play that game plan that they played the last couple of years, and um, I think Ballina will be cautious going into this game I think they'll just be happy to get out of it with a win there won't be much in it I'll just just about give it Ballina but I think Bell Mullet are going to uh, they're going to they're going to scare them Rafey 11 to 2 uh, Westport huh sorry Rafey 11 to 2 Rafey 11 to 2 Westport 1 to 10 um, this game in Island 80 I believe it's an Island 80 is it yeah. yeah, it's remarkable to see uh, Brafey at 11-2 because I'd say every year for the last 10 years they started off the championship at 5-1 to one. to see them in a two-horse race 11-2. It's a sign of where Westport have got to as a club and probably uh, Brafey have gone back a fair bit from the days they were competing in county finals. Uh, uh, John, you were there the last day, but I'm dying. I was very disappointed in them. Bar Aiden O'Shea at full forward. If if now Westport played uh, Kevin Kane in the full back line the last day, I wonder is it a sign that they're going to put go for that match up match physical power with physical power? Um, will Kevin have the pace for him? That'll be interesting to see. But I can only see one winner. I think there's a six-point handicap in this match. And if I was forced to have a bet, I'd probably go for Westport minus six, which is hard to believe given Brafey's record in the last 10 to 12 years. Yeah. I Yeah, sorry, yeah. I, I've seen Balanay, or Brafey as well, obviously, send against Balanay. And um, which they, they did quite well that day against Balanay, actually. But uh, the last day for me... Uh, no, maybe it was a thing that they were just getting the job done, but it didn't look that way. No, as you said, they seemed very dependent on the, on the big man up front. Uh, but some some last day, but Matthew Ruan definitely played better. Just on the Kevin Kane thing, like Kevin Kane is gone out of the backs now about four years. So I, I geez, I'm very surprised if they're going to go backwards with that sort of situation. Um, I, I'd be very very surprised if he goes back and you know she. I know it was kind of talked about or. Uh, was it maybe they tried it or whatever? But Jesus, it doesn't. I don't know. Yeah, it it, it you it, know. I think it's just. I think it's just an idea, John. I think when especially when you're seeing 
the way he played this year full forward for Mayo, maybe they're thinking he might wait in there. But like Knockmore didn't have a big man on him when they bet them in the county final. You know, David McHale done a great job on him. If they play a man in front, I think if they, you can keep, you can put a normal fella on him and play as long as you play a man out in front of him, cut off the space mm. in front. I think. Uh, Who would you play the Westport defence ref? Would you play Brian O'Malley? I would play McDermott on him. Brian Brian McDermott. Yeah. Brian McDermott, sorry. Brian McDermott, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd be putting McDermott on him, man yeah. marking job, stick on him. He's physically capable for him and he can go forward. Um, yeah. Put, put pressure Paul, on the track. Uh, Paul, Lambert could, Paul Lambert could sit in front of him or something. Yeah, maybe. they've loads of lads and they'll probably have, they'll, they'll be a plus one back there anyway. And I think they'll just probably give him a bit more attention and make sure that it's cut out in front of him and frustrate him that way. Um, yeah. Lee Keegan has played. He's started midfield, but he's played most games sitting in front of the full back line. So, I think he'll probably play in front of him. Well, if he does, yeah, I think yeah. I, I think Bray will be better than they were definitely uh, against yeah. uh, Mayo Gales. But uh, still, it's 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 well Yeah, fourteen to, to one relegation day. matches. Relegation matches. Uh, Ball one to five. The Neil three to one. Um, Ball need to to get this win I think I think they're in a good position um, the Neil are 3-1 to one. look at having kicked I don't want to talk too long I've talked enough about them I don't want to be disrespectful to any club or any team um, they could catch them I on the I think Ball played them last year ref didn't in the relegation they play in Tormacady would I be right in saying that or Mayo Abbey maybe I thought uh, Ball played some, or that Ball played Westport and did, no they played they, they played they played in Ballantyne, wasn't it? No, <laughs> yes. I think they definitely <laughs> yeah. played in the in the semi final of the relegation last year, and Ball won it. very handy. No, actually, yeah, honestly, no. Yeah, that was in Tommy Hedig. It was because it, it didn't oh. thing come off punching the it, it Kill McHugh punched the jug out. Was that that game? Or oh, that the Davids? Where's the Davids game in the final play draft? Hollymont. in Hollymont. Okay. Clemoris played Ball in the championship in Hollywood last year, but I think it was the final group game. Is that mm. right? I think it was. Anyway, who's going to win this one, lads? Uh, there's only one winner for me. Right. Ball. Yeah, Ball for me, John. Yourself? Yeah, look at uh, you're saying there about Ball in a good position, but I, I don't know how good of a place they're actually in. And yeah, mm. look at I suppose they'll be happy enough to get the win again and get them out of jail. But... You know, um, God, they 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 can't be in a mighty place. Uh, the Neil, like you know, I was talking to a Neil man today, a very prominent Neil man, and he, like I said to him, everyone has you relegated, like everyone has you gone. He said, I know, I know, and like they're they're you know they go train tomorrow night. They're bound to talk about that, so that has to be some bit of a kick in them. So, third seed on third seed on Sunday though, yeah, bad. Previous for Ball, then Bally Hornus and Claremore. This is a, this is a tricky one to call, lads. Uh, just looking here. Bally Hornus favourite ref. No, both are ten to eleven. Oh, ten to eleven, yeah. Um, very hard call this one. To be honest, the, the Bally Hornus form is better. The going on the Castle Bar game, the True. Druid or, um, the Bally Hornus form is better. Claremore's very. The young Hurley lads, they're going to have Keith Higgins and they're going to have a Jack Kine probably man marking them. 
and if they, if they do what I think they'll do and freeze out the two hurley lads, I think Ballyhonis wins this. It'll be close, point or two either way, but I just think Ballyhonis will have enough to beat Clamoris, but Clamoris will be safe come the last match against the Neil. Ballyhonis have been in this in a, You'd expect. You know, they've been in uh they've been in inter- intermediate final last year, so they have that experience of these sort of Final games or the sort of must win games, you know, they have that I think bit more of an edge than than Clamaris have in that department. And you mentioned Foreman as well, John. What do you reckon? I tipped I tipped Clamaris in the first group, first two group games this year, right? And they let me down both times. Uh, so I I have to stick with them. And um, yeah, very hornless affairs. They were good the last day, really good, and um, it was a good performance against Casabar and. So they're saying if they got another three or four minutes, they could have actually won that game because they had all the momentum at the time. And they're bound, that's bound to kick them on. And yeah, they relish the game the whole lot. But I, I just feel, I just feel Clamaris are, are better than they've been playing. And um, I, I'm back, I'm, I'm back in the United here to, to, to come good on the weekend and, and keep Clamaris up. Good. Okay. Lovely. That's it, lads. The senior rep. Who'd you go for? Uh, I'm gonna go with. Ballyhonus. Yeah. Yeah. Ballyhonus for me. You writing them down, John? Yeah, you're smiling away yeah. there. You're writing down yeah. the... I'll take out the Ballyhonus man. Oh, the... <laughs> Do you see He's... the clip from there? Like an eight points in 10 minutes. Yes. Less than 10 minutes. Oh, my I'd God. say he went to the Jacks straight away and just oh, had to let stop. him. <laughs> that burger, I would say. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're 40 quid gone there straight away. I mean, what sort of an animal drinks eight points back like that one you do them things to become famous don't you and here he is being talked about on the RF podcast I'm sure yeah. he's, not listen- <laughs> he's not a listener now but fair play to him uh, eight pints I would drink eight pints in the night never mind yeah. inside eight or nine minutes <laughs> it'd explode I would in one shape or another <gasps> yeah yeah I don't know how or why or I suppose look it's a, it's a, it's a skill it's a talent in itself oh Jesus Eric before we go off senior ref just uh, last week we were talking about senior players to be brought in I believe John got a phone call the minute the pod was over uh, one of the management team heard him talking up Connor Hunt and I believe John you got him brought in I, I don't know I heard, heard that along the way right that he might have got a call yeah so. we, may be losing, we may be losing another man ref of the podcast he could be good in advising Players, no. a scout, but, a scout. You, you got a man in as well, didn't you? No, is he not still but, in there? No, add, there's about 50. I think there's about 15. Ronan Carlin may be involved. There was Cuba. 15, there was 15. Now there's 12. I think. 12, sorry, yeah, well, 13 now. 13, yeah, 13. oh, because Hunt is called in as well, yeah. Um, yeah. We've had no official communication to tell us that. Right? We don't need it. <laughs> I'll let John, you may have. No, no. Intermediate, let's move on, move on. Yeah, Park, yeah, in the move on. Park, 11 to 8, Clemina, uh, 4 to 6, a one point handicap in this game. So, Clemina, slight favourites in this game. I haven't seen Clemina this year. And, you know, I don't think I, I've, the only time I've seen them was Intermediate Final last year. I don't think I've seen much of them since. Um, hard call watch park um against Island Nady 
draw with Bunny Conlon, but I wouldn't read too much into that game. Uh, Kilmina, slight favourites in the buckets. I'd have to agree to a point. My only concern with this one, lads, is they're on, a road, on the road a long time, Kilmina. Uh, they, they went through the calendar last year. I know they had a break this year, but... Uh, you know, sometimes it's it's it can be very hard to 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 keep keep this up. Parker hungry and want to go far. Anyone to talk? I'm going for a draw. I can't separate them. I'm going for a draw. Can't separate them. Um, like you, I haven't seen Camina this year, so it's very hard to, to gauge where they're at. Only looking at results, but um, Parker dogged and they're not bad. So uh, I'm going for a draw. And let the best team win after extra time. It won't matter from our tip. Yeah, um, I've been a little bit worried about Perk. Uh, Merk, I'm gonna do Merk kind of favour here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go against them. Um, yeah, it took all their time and beat Nile Nade that day at home, and um, they relied on two late goals. And then again, the last day, no, you're saying there it didn't really matter a whole lot, but um, you know, it's, it's worrying enough now when they didn't um see off. Uh, Bunny Condon so uh, yeah I just think with Kinmina as you alluded to there they have got a little bit of a break and I think I think they may not be in a, a good, I think they may be in a good place now uh, Kinmina and um, I, I'm expecting them to come through uh, uh, the weekend yeah I'll be going Kinmina as well uh, on that one lads so it's a draw you're going for the draw in there but what are you going for it has, yeah. to, be, has to finish on the day yeah, but a draw. If it's a draw, that's my tip. I'm going yeah. for. Um, I'm gonna go for. After extra time. Okay, Lewisburg four to nine, Castle Bar seven to four. Lewisburg favorites are a two point handicap in this one, lads. Um, Lewisburg. I was talking to a few people from Newport that were at the game. We're at the Lewisburg Ardenry game and they weren't impressed with Lewisburg. Um talking to other people that said against Kilmina that they kicked four or five wonder scores that maybe on another day they mightn't go over. Um so Lewisburg are favourites, but uh, I think they'll have their hands full with Castlebar B lads. What do we reckon? I'm going for Castlebar B ref. Um to the first outsider I think I've gone for. I'm oh, sorry, Castle Bar. But um yeah, I if Castle Bar B don't lose any players, I'd really fancy them. They might lose one or two. We don't know. Um, but I think they'll have enough for Lewisburg. And uh, based on again under form. I think they're in a better group than Lewisburg are in. Lewisburg are in with Kilchama. Um so really they're in a three team group. So um I'm going for Castlebar B. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I I haven't seen Castlebar B, but like just have had two great wins there, and they seem to be really in a good place. Um, Lewisburg. The only time I saw them was when when they played us in a challenge back in Turnbull and um, were hectic that night. Now I know they've got a few players back since then. They've had a couple of good results, obviously. Um, but you know the Kelchamak game was tight for a while. Um, but they did they did beat Kilmina, but it was at home. And uh, they don't have the home comforts the next day. And um, yeah, I, I thought it'd be closer now. The odds to mention this one. Um, are like our Lewisburg of our team across Malina? Oh, 
I, I don't know where they to be honest you know uh, so I'm going to do John Kelly a favour here now as well and I'm going to I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to tip up Fido's team this time yeah I'll be going Casper B as well lad. that's three of us going for an outsider uh, so even if Fido wins yeah, even if Fido wins this week he's not getting manager of the week ref we're all Definitely. tipping him he definitely can't now at this stage he's got enough no. <laughs> in, individual awards um Next uh, one, ref. Ballon Robe two to five. Island eighty two to one, and this is a two point handicap as well. Ballon Robe Island eighty. Um. Hmm. Ballon Robe and Island eighty. It's a PC team. Island eighty. I watched them play Davids, and obviously seen Ballon Robe play as well. I was very impressed with both teams, and I seen the draw. I thought it was an excellent matchup. I think it's two. Contrasting styles of football. Thanks. Yeah. Um. Depends on the weather. Depends on. Does it's very. It's a lot closer than uh. Two to one, two to five lads. I know for me. It's it's. I think the weather is a huge impact in this match. Uh, the matches in Mayo Abbey, the ground can get sticky with a lot of rain, and if it gets sticky and slows up. That Pacey Ballon Robe team it brings Idenady right into it. Idenady are dogged, uh, determined, um, hard just to put them away. Um, my favorite is carrying an injury. If Shami Lally's out, I think it tips the scale slightly in favor of Ballon Robe. And for that reason, I will give a hesitant vote to Ballon Robe. But I think it'll land around the handicap. I think it'll be about a two point win the ball and roll after a hell of a fight from Island Eddie. Mm. She's, she's, I'm reading it completely differently. Uh, but you begin to, I begin to doubt myself now. I, 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 you knew, I knew the way you said Park <laughs> struggled to beat Island Eddie. You don't really rate Island Eddie, John. Uh, yeah, look at the Island lads know me at this stage now as well. That I haven't, I don't know when I ever tipped them, but um, <laughs> they've. They've done really well. I mean, I've said it the last night. They've done really well to get a quarter final, but I, I think this is the end of the road. I really do. Um, after seeing Ballon Robe, um, again in, in the last night against ourselves and Gary Moore, I know it'll be different conditions and a different situation, but um, uh, I know if conditions are bad down in Mayo Gales, it'll slow them down a little bit in the whole autumn. You know, it could bring back bad memories. Of them last year they played uh the junior champions from the year before. Uh, Kilmina down there and um, Kilmina turned them over but I I don't know are Island Nady as good as, as Kilmina at the moment and us and um, I, I, I can only see I can only see a Van Robin here I, I can't see it and, and um, like Van Robin favourites are they to win it out and uh, yeah. I see Island Nady must be one of the outsiders to win it out so um, I'm actually surprised that the bet is as tight as it is. So I'd say, John, um, yeah, I think if you were a man for a bet, you'd be ringing Sylvester Ruan for that two pint handicap. Yeah, yeah. In 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 back in the olden days, definitely. Yeah, yeah. different days. Yeah, but uh, the days are over now. <laughs> Who are you going for, F? I'm going for Ballon Robe. Robe, yeah. we'll, move, we'll move on to the last game. Behold of my Davids three to ten. Hollyman Caramore two to one. Um I'm tipping my Davids 
earlier and the closer it gets to this game, the more of a chance I'm given Ali Cara. I think the three-point handicap is probably still... Uh, if either team wins this game, it'll be by a point, I reckon. Um, as like last week, ref, that I'd be going for uh, for Holly Cara, but um, I can't abandon my Davids at, at this stage. But it won't surprise me if Holly Cara win, but I'm going for my Davids by a point. John? Um, I'd be honest, Jeb, before the draw was made, was the the one team I was hoping wouldn't come out uh, was my Davids because they seem to be very impressive all year long. Yet again, I haven't seen them in the flesh, but uh, they, they gave us a good tank in the league there a couple of months ago. Uh, Jimmy Burden has, has I'd say he's seen, he's seen definitely two of our games, not three. So I'd say he'll have as well, uh, he'll have a good idea how we set up and how we're going to play. Um, I'd be worried about Saturday. I would. I'd be straight honest with you. And I'm not... I'm not pulling the piss here, Anton. I think, I think we'll have to play really, really well to beat my doubts. I really do, and um, I, I'd, I'd, I'd have to give them the nod on Saturday. Sorry, sorry, uh, ref. We won't ask you for your tip, ref, and we we'll move on to Kilmain, one to twenty-five, Kilchama eight to one, and a fourteen-point handicap. Um, I thought we we might get a bit around ten points on the Kilmain handicap and go for them again as the bet of the week, but fourteen. Just a bit too much for me in the conditions. Kilmain win and Kilshima will be looking to save themselves against the loser Bunny and um who are Bunny playing ref? Burshul. Burshul. So uh only only can I can only see a Kilmain win here. Yeah. Kilmain played Shrule in, in uh, the weekend and, and, and were by all accounts from, from people who are at the game, they were very impressive. Very impressive. Yeah. In the second half, I heard the ref was yeah. close in the first half. They've kicked into gear, it seems. And uh, I think I think with the big fella coming home has made a big difference to them too. It's probably lifted everyone and got an extra 10% out of them. And a couple of weeks training and sharpening things up. They weren't a bad team before um, the championship started or they weren't the worst team in the world. So I'd say it's a good chance there that Kilmaine are going to win this game. That's Kilmaine for me. Yeah, same here. Uh, Kilmaine. I was in Kilmaine last year when they gave Kelchuma a good, a good tanking, and and Kel- a lot better team out that time. Uh, look at Kilmaine, probably not as good as they were then, maybe at the moment either. But uh, yeah, definitely Oshin Home has given them a bit of a kick, and they've they uh, integrated a couple of young lads now as well. Uh, Hugh O'Loughlin and a few more. So um, yeah, it's um, it's Kilmaine for me. Yeah. yeah. And the last one, Bunny and Borishul. 10 to 11, your choice. This has draw written all over it, lads. Um, Borshul were probably a little bit more impressive against Kiltain than Bunny were in their last match, would that be fair? Uh, they had Kiltain on the ropes for a long part of it and Kiltain got a late goal from Mikey Sweeney. Um, but I'm going to go for a draw on this one. And, I heard uh, Absalinda. I heard Kiltain had four, I heard Kiltain had four or five goal chances and were miles better than uh, oh. than Bershu. Oh. That's what I was talking to Kiltain. Yeah, then. um, I'm gonna go for the draw and I'm gonna go for Bunny after extra time. If you changed my mind there at the last minute. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bunny and Burrishul played each other a good bit now over the years, especially in Championship. Burrishul normally came out on top. However, Burrishul have went back the way and Bunny have improved. So it really tightens it up. Um, have they enough in them to to pull it out of the bag? They do. They have the tools, definitely. If you have th- three forwards like Finton Mack, Alan Ryder, Jason Darty, I think if they throw the three of them up there, play a triangle, put everyone else behind the ball, um, I think they, they can do it, but it'll be tight. Burrish for me. Yeah, uh, even though Bunny Conlon had a good game against Park the last day, I, I'm going to yeah. go for I'm going to go for Burrish as well because um, they had a bad, they had a very bad start against Ban Roe, but the game was over effectively very early on. Um, but the day they came up to the saucer, I I thought they were good and they had a couple of goal chances in the first half, and it could have been a different game. And I know they were very disappointed leaving. Uh, they had three chances when they left us. Uh, to stay up, they lost the first one. Uh, the goal chances you said they gave away there is a bit of a worry, but I I still think, just think they'll they'll eat this one out on um on the weekend. I think yeah, Burrishul for me. Um, move on to junior then. Lahardon and Kalala ten to eleven. Your choice to bet in this one. In many ways, this could be the game of the weekend for me. I've been talking Lahardon since last Christmas and I've been very sweet on them. Ref, you've been very sweet on Kalala. They got to kick up the hole the last day. I think they went in with a wrong attitude or too overconfident to win and, and Eastern Gales caught them. But like Kalala, we talk about it all the time. Their full forward line there uh, is the best full forward line in junior football. And you have men like Martin Mahdi leading from the half-back line give them the grit and determination to get over the line. So this is really a tight game for me. Uh, I'd say you'll go for Kalala ref, but I can't abandon Lahardon at this stage. So I'm going to stick with Lahardon again. I think this is a point or a two-point match either way. Won't be surprised if Kalala win it, um, but I'm going for Lahardon. Yeah. I I suppose I've been going with them. I have to, have to stick with them, do I? Just a bit of context as well. Kalala last year played the quarter final against the team that came down from intermediate. Um, it was obviously I think Swinford were a lot more favourites in that game last year. That game was out in my debits. They went extra time. So they've been in this position before. Lahardon, sticky. Oh, I'll go with the draw. I'll go with the draw. And then Kalala an extra time. Right. Yeah. I I tipped Kalala. I well, I mean, I think at Christmas time I tipped Lahardon and I was just worried about their form all year long. Just didn't seem to be getting it together. Uh, I think I tipped Kalala then to start the championship. I kind of jumped Finn, so I kind of had the, the two I've tipped so <laughs> playing each other. Uh like Lahardon topped the group after a good win over Swinford and uh you know, didn't exactly get a great advantage by having to play Kalala then in the quarter final. It didn't really go for them as such. But um I like to look at their team the last day and they seem to be positive vibes coming out of um Buffino and after it. So um yeah, look at I I'm sorry Mahadi, but I you know, my heart would have to be with Lahardon here and I really hope they can get the job done and I, I think they will by a couple of points. 
Yeah, there was actually reports of champagne corks going through ceilings in Knockmore when this draw was made. Nigel Reap was so happy that he's one of laughing. the main dangers. Yeah, he's, he's the happy. He's the happiest man in Ireland. They were the two big uh, threats to Kilcommon, and one of them is out of the way. Yeah, but we, think... he's laughing as well in the, the fact that we haven't talked about them in about six weeks, have we? Kilcommon. They've completely. We've stopped yeah. talking about them. Someone mentioned to me the last day. Uh, You've completely stopped talking about Kilcommon. Um, why? And I was like, well, I don't know why. I don't. I. I don't. I didn't intentionally stop talking about them or thinking about them. I think it's just they were probably expecting to get through their group. And we'll see what happens, but uh, they're they're. Uh, they're they just change. don't seem to play as well as they were. Like that. That's the long and the short. Well, they have they not. Just like Ackle and Erda are slippy games. Like they're not easy games yeah. to have. Like. And and they had no trouble with either of them, disposed of both of them very easily. So uh Kilcommon are right in this championship, lads. And uh I let you on in on a little secret. I done my first bet of the week there before we come on with Ruan Bookmakers and I backed Kilcommon at minus four in the next game. Um and he changed the price to minus five straight away. Uh, old <laughs> Colin. So uh, it's common one to seven and it's Kel- uh Northern Gales. Is it four to one? I can't even read my own writing, but it's one to seven Kilcommon anyway. And it's minus five, ten to eleven now, Kilcommon. And that is still my bet of the week at minus five. I think Kilcommon will make short work in Northern Gales, even though the game is in Ballycastle, where most of the Northern Gales would have players would have played uh, a lot of their underage football. I just think again there's a golfing class between Northern Gales and Kilcommon. Northern Gales had their big result and what a result it was in the last round. I think it'll be after the Lord Mayor show and Kilcommon will win this eight, nine points. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be inclined to think it's going to be a six, seven point win for Kilcommon here. I think Northern Gales have done really well. Uh, we got them all wrong uh, up to now, so we have. Um, but I think I think this is where it's going to end for them. You know, I think that I think they'll be happy with where they've got so far, and it's a shot to nothing on, on the weekend. But uh, yeah, sure to God, Nigel Reaple have these lads up for it on Sunday to do the job, get it done. They will, they will. The Cameron will win that game, no doubt. And the next game, intriguing one: Swinford one to three, Eastern Gales two to one, three point handicap. Uh, Swinford coming off the back of a. Uh, poor enough performance against for team that were going well up until that. And Eastern Gales coming off one of the best wins of the last weekend, going down to Kalala and winning. Um, I think this is a really tight game again. Um, I don't think Swinford will cover the three-point handicap, but I think they'll win. So I'm going to go for Swinford to get their season back on track. Swinford for me too. I just think uh, I think with Laherdon beating them they'll get the reaction and Eastern Gales now probably have shown their hand in terms of you know no one's going to take them for granted um, it, it, it balances it up but I think the Swinford just about East Mayo Derby isn't it close yeah. enough to each other yeah I, I'm going to go for the shock here um, I I I'd worry a little bit about Swinford now after the last day. Uh, the performance, from what I hear, was 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 poor, and um, 
okay reaction is one thing but how you come out of a game like that uh, it's 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 if Swinford don't get it can go either way like you know uh, sorry John but if Swinford only uh, reached the quarterfinal stage the two years they're down that is absolutely shocking for a club the size of Swinford and the pick that no, I, agree, I agree I agree you, 100%. absolutely and, shocking like I don't know what's happening in fairness they, they, they like could very well win it. They could very well. There lately. Yeah. yeah, we played under the 17s there lately, and I just they had good lads in the line. They had the two Cunnies. They had uh, Billy McNicholas and um, and Michael Daly. Like you know, the good good fellas around. So I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Um, uh, Brian Gallagher is over them this year, isn't he? Uh, John Gallagher's brother, and. Um, yeah, look, they were, they were very disappointed the last day. Like, look, if they get the reaction, they should be winning it. Yeah. Uh, but I, I have a feeling like if Eastern Gales can tie up uh, Lee Morden uh, like Lehardon did, I think I think they have a right chance. And I, I'm just going to go for the shock here for the, for the crack. Yeah. I'll last go. game, Shrule and Ar. Did you give a tip? You did. You went for Yeah. Yeah. One to three. Ar to two to one. Three point handicap. Uh this one's about personnel, who's available, who isn't. Uh, if they're at full strength, it's a 50-50 game, but I don't believe they at full strength, Ref. For, for that reason, I'm going to go for Shrew to win this one. Um, Probably win by two to three points, around a handicap for me, uh, and Evan Cawley will kick eight. Yeah. There, uh, it's very, very tight-lipped in Arda at the moment about availability so I, I, I don't know I've 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 made a couple of inquiries but nothing too hard I'm getting nothing back yet but um, I'm sure someone will be driving by training one of the nights um, and, and, and see if he's there if they're training up the country maybe but um, yeah Shrewl Shrewl you know they, they got the job done their group they didn't have much much to deal with. Um, they got their three wins handy enough. They played Kilcommon Michael Welch game, bet them. Kilcommon were very impressed by all reports of Shrew, how Shrew played. So, um, if James Carr's out, yeah, it's Shrew for me. At least. Yeah. 1 9 to 11, 1 9 to 10, something like that. Yeah. Carr or no Carr, I'm going to go for Shrew. I, I just think they're progressing bit by bit. And, um, I, I, I think they'll they'll get the job done the weekend. Yeah, sure for me. Probably. Um that's it, lad. Junior B, Tormacady, my gauna going with Tormacady in that one. Tormacady. Yeah, and there's some other uh, who's the other game? V and Ballycastle, is it? Yes. Um Oh no, the Ballycastle not get to the final. No. Someone down with I think. I'll open it here. Get it up there just in case I don't want to go. It's can be another hidden down North Mayo on you. Ballacroy, no. I think it could be one second. Uh yeah. Uh it's in both feet on actually. Can we versus Ballacroy? Um Ballacroy. Type on the call. Cry. Yeah. John, you gonna hazard the guess of them junior B? Uh, shout them again there. 
Kilmarnock against Billy Cry and McGowan against Tommy Cady. Oh, God. I haven't seen a lot of these now either. Um, <laughs> you won't either. <laughs> and you yeah. won't either, John. I, I might see the Junior B final, yeah. I saw it last year. Uh, I'm going to go for Kim Mubi. And it's um, my Gona and... Tommy Cady. Jesus. Surely, surely Tommy Cady. <laughs> I can't believe you're you're taking this long. To, it it doesn't sound good for Turn McGinty. You're taking this long, John. <laughs> Just haven't been very good this year, you know. Right, lads. Any um, any other business? Do you want to go through questions, Ref? Yeah, yeah. Go on. Jesus. Um. James Fallon, Mayo Gales, are defensive coaches ruining football? Press. <laughs> I'm a real, I'm a real, uh, I'm a real uh, park the bus man, all right? Um, are defensive coaches ruining football? Well, no, I don't think so. I think they've all a part to play. I think every team that's ever going to win anything has to be defensively sound. It's just that sometimes maybe managers might put too much emphasis on it. Yeah, I I think that's what James is trying to get the message through here is there is some coaches and it's just purely defensive minded. No matter what team or dress room they walk into, it's like, oh, this is this is the way I play and that's mm-hmm. it. And uh, I don't think that's the way it should be. I think you have to see what you have first and see what you have to play with. Yeah, but you should, I think the instinct should be shoot first. I have a question based on my house, yeah. You hear about defensive coaches. I never hear about attacking coaches. Is there such a person? They're uh, they're they're Yeah, it's a good question. It's a, you you do you all hear about all these uh, gurus, and they all seem to be defensive, and there's very little you, on forward play. How would you break down a blanket like is it? Yeah. Mm. No, no, the people that'll be building the blankets. That's that's they're the gurus. Yeah. But there's never anyone that really you know. Breaking down the blanket, or it's just, no. it's just get the fucking ball into the full forward line as quick as you can. I think that's the that's the only way. Are around you it. In my debits. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, next question. Um, this one has been answered to me privately. I'm sure you won't mind. Why was the sideline kick not not allowed when the kicker was clearly outside the sideline? I spoke to the man in question who sought clarification on this in fairness to me went to a higher body and sought clarification and admitted he made a mistake and I, I, I like that and any official that admit they made a mistake he was going to ring you John and tell you that he had no issue with you I don't know did you get the call he asked for your number no I didn't know no I passed no. on the number but he admitted he made a mistake the standing foot is the foot which counts I didn't know that and no. The standing foot was inside the line while his other foot was over. So, so you can Anto you can kick dealt, over the line. You can kick over the line. So as long as your place, your standing foot is planted inside. Foot, the... Yeah. Did you know that, ref? No. Did I? Did no, I? Didn't yeah. know it either. No, I, t- I thought that was it. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. 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 You did know it, John. In fairness. Uh, next one should Mayo have a championship like Sligo do? Uh, some of you are going to have to educate me on the Sligo championship, lads. What's the system? What's the question again? Sorry. Uh, should Mayo have a club championship like Sligo do by the man, the same man that was officiating? Uh, they have like groups. They have two groups, don't they? 
there's two groups of five. There's ten seniors. Or four, isn't it? No, or, five. Or two groups or of five. So. Five or six. Um, it could be six. could be six. Hmm. And it's uh, all neutral games. Every game is neutral. You don't have a home game in Sligo Club Championship. Hmm. I like I like the club. I like the home game ref, but I think twelve teams is enough in senior championship. My yeah, opinion. Twelve or I think it's five or I think it could be two fives. Hmm. Maybe it's six. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like I like. And it's like straight in semi final. Twelve teams in the senior championship. Yeah, Turles Channer out, which is the big story in Sligo. Yeah, Barack Obama was. President, when Torla Strand last lost or got knocked out, and sure, there's not too many outside of Torla Strand that are uh, <laughs> very upset about it. No, nice for and, a change. And they had it? a good defensive coach for many years, they played a certain way, yeah, yeah, which was effective. It was, yeah, it was. I, I, have a que- I have a question. Oh, uh, Adrian Gilday uh, sent me on this. He said, seeing that three of the last intermediate champions, Bal, Daniil and Barry Hornis, are in the releg- senior relegation battle following the weekend draw, how many of these eight intermediate quarterfinals would manage to stay up next year? Based on the above, is it a case that whoever comes up will more than likely find themselves in relegation next autumn? Now, in fairness, uh, Mio Gales is the only one that came up in the last four years of the champions that isn't in the relegation but they bet Bell so you know they you could nearly say if they had lost to Bell they'd be in it so you can see where he's coming from is there many of the eight well, I intermediate teams you'd step up John from intermediate to senior it's far bigger than the step up from junior to intermediate because the junior champions have got to semi-finals most year in intermediate so it's a huge step up because it's it's all about well it used to be all about the division one league football but that has been very well watered down in recent years but it's a standard between division one and division two is still uh it's still vastly different and it's hard to compete when you come up now ballyhonis have done pretty well this year and still ended up in the relegation Uh, of the eight teams uh how many of them will compete Hard to it's hard to say. It's just that step up is is very great. Yeah, my my Davids and Banro probably the two that jump out because uh, my Davids do have some good underage if they come through coming up and if they were to get up, you know and some ba- of them lads might come on board and Banro as well. Play yeah. Division One this year. But, they get they got to quarter final. Yeah. yeah, they competed well in the league. Banro are the one you'd say that are best equipped. Yeah, I'd say I'd say John Riley has his eye on. On Kilmina playing senior football in the next couple of years, I'd say so. Uh, Cup on T. Why aren't clubs allowed to stream their games live on YouTube or Facebook? Only live commentary seems to be allowed. I understand if club is live on Mayo GATV, they probably can't. But outside of that, I don't what see what the issue is. I would say the issue is. Say they're streaming. I think they're streaming an intermediate game Saturday. If there was a free senior game on at the same time as a pay per view intermediate game, I think people wouldn't buy the intermediate game. Neutrals wouldn't. Obviously, the people from the clubs involved would, but I think neutrals would take the option of the free game at senior level rather than the pay per view game at intermediate level. That's that's 
what I think is the reason for it. I don't know what you lads think. Do you think that's yeah, right, Enda? Yeah. Hmm? Do you think that's right? Well, the the county board are trying to make money out of it. Why would they cut off the income stream by allowing free games, Riff? Mm. I'm not saying it's right, but I can see why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah, I don't know if I lived abroad and I, you heard that you yeah. were going put to the cost themselves of streaming a game. Yeah, I'd be pissed. Get the commentary is not too bad, is it? Yeah, commentary is not too bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I think they definitely should be allowed to do an audio stream. Whatever I can see the county board's point of view, on the allowing free TV coverage or Facebook coverage that it may affect their income. So, uh, are you surprised RT or TG Four didn't want to show any of the senior quarterfinals? To show oh. the match already in Mayo, and they'll probably show some later in the competition. I suppose you can't show every round from one county, would be my view. Lads, people are forgetting as well. We we're we're not the big county that we were. Like we got to two quarterfinals <laughs> in the last two years. We're not the we're not the household superstars that we once thought we were. Like we're, mm. we're, we're you know another year or two. This this bubbling won't be long bursting. Yeah, we're nearly we're nearly there now. We're nearly there, ref. So hang in, hang in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the semi, I just there's a good chance semi finals if they're in McHale Park that they'll they'll have them earmarked. I'd say, will they? Yeah, or or definitely a final, probably on DG Car. Um, next one, uh, you might give a mention in your next to for people to sign the petition to save since Brendan's nursing home and Romani Jesus, we get every sort of question here. Um, we need this facility to look after elderly Mayo. Well, <laughs> we do need to look after elderly and consume myself and my mum at the moment. So it is important to have the nursing homes in local areas. So uh, I'll sign the petition anyway, lads. 100%. Um, I shared it in the, on my Twitter page. I'll share it on Facebook as well. Um, look, at, we do we do this podcast. It doesn't cost you anything, folks. There's thousands of people listen to it now at this stage. I would ask you, please, to go on and sign that petition. I've had relations. I'm like grandfather was in that nursing home in Morani, so um, it's a a connection connection to myself and I've I've neighbors. I have you know there's there's a lot of people down there, um. So if you could please, I'll share it again on um, on the socials just to sign that petition to say St Brendan's in Morani, if you could please. Thank you. Um, next one, if you could pick out three people to sit and have dinner with, who would it be and why? From Sean Mann, uh, and we know one involved with Arsenal Football Club anyway, Sean. For me, uh, why'd you say that? Uh, Sean, Sean is an said... Arsenal supporter, all right. Come on, Sean, <laughs> you're an Arsenal supporter, you Scooby. I am, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you're yourself and Sean can head over there someday together. Who, three who people I'd like, like to sit with. Um, I'd like to sit with to be sports people for me, Roy Keane, Cody, and so, someone maybe to bring a bit of crack to it, maybe uh, Brawley. Right, John, who are we going for? 
Oh, Jesus, you're throwing this on me now. Honest to God, I, I really haven't thought about this. Um, I'd just be happy enough for three of the lads on holiday months and having a pint of them, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's if to win the weekend, John. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll say, I'll say Patsy Welch, um, uh, Connor Gill, and um, oh, oh, Kevin Kennelly. Oh, that's a great trio. If you brought me in with that crew, John, you could have better crack. <laughs> Patsy, love to have you in, so you would. Refs? Uh, I'd have Rowan O'Gara, Jim Gavin, and Roy Keane. If was... yeah, I, the, uh, only answer, the only answer, reason I answered them so quick is because Ronan texted me one day uh, th- that question. And I had oh. said O'Gara, Eamon McGee, Jim Gavin, Roy Keane, and I never answered the last one. Next one, uh, Martin Kiley put up a tweet RTE fame. The split season hasn't done much for club players and needs to be revisited. The long term damage it will do might never be repaired. The line it's all about the club rings hollow. Um, I think the only ones complaining about the split season are journalists and the national media. Maybe it's it's not got to do with it, but I don't think they're getting the income that they were getting before. Even though there's probably the same amount of games, it's not coming for as long a period. Um, I'm a fan of the club season. I just don't like the county players not being available for, for much club action because they're gone to America. That's my only problem with it, really. And the other issue is this time of the year, club grounds can get into a SDS <laughs> and the matches should be in Mikhail Park but that's another day's work if you played John? if you played the matches the weekend in Mikhail Park it had been shite by the time the finals came around and we'd be going how come we fucking destroyed the pitch again well I, I, I'm not saying every match but there should be a double header and there should be Balina as well why do you want these double headers there'll be no one at it and it'll be shy because it's handier for supporters Ralph. All right, like 20 me. minutes hop in a van you're driving around the country every day of the week you can you can do a 10 minute spin and there's comfort in Mikhail Park for support there's not comfort there's not comfort oh there is comfort Perished. you're sitting down and you're covered Perish. you're Perished. sitting down and you're covered you're not standing in the rain above a gong <laughs> Now, John, what do you think about the split season? Um, oh, I, I, I'd rather the other way around if I could, but I, I don't know. Is that it's obviously not possible? Uh, mm. but I, I would prefer the other way around and just even just to try it and see. But I don't think it's going to happen. It is. It yeah. is. Who's Martin Kiley? He works for RT. I never heard of man. He was involved with Corafin at one stage. Hurling. Football. Yeah. I never yeah. heard of him. He's a commentator. He was coaching. He was, yeah. He was coaching with Corfin at one stage back before Stephen Rochford I'll say. Okay. He um he's not happy with split season. He's obviously affected by it. So there's there is there, you're right in actually now now that you said it, and it's come up a few times before. There does seem to be a bit of a narrative from the national press and media about the split season and how negative it is, but I think Ronan made the point, I think, better than anyone to you one night about it. He, you don't, when you get involved with a team, 
the date is marked on the calendar and that's it. You don't think, oh, I wish it was six months earlier or two months earlier. You're so focused on the next game and the next game. When is championship? It's two months' time. Right, you know the date. It's done. Remember there a couple of years ago, we didn't know if there was going to be a round of championship if Mayo won. You know, it's. I think it's better if you're involved and you're, you know the date and it's not going to move. Um, I'd be very frustrated if you were you were had to sit at home watching Mayo play, wondering if they win here, will the championship be put back by three weeks? Because you imagine your preparation would be would be affected or it'd be difficult to ramp things up again. Um, next one, uh, going to be a struggle for pitches or semis and final fighter continues. And Mikhail Park not choosed. Um, I think the weather might change. I don't think it's going to stay like this forever. We might have a couple of days of it. We get over the hump of this weekend. Uh, we'd probably be fine, I would think. Um, which club and player is the leading score from play in this year's championship? And what is the average score from play in this year's championship? We should have checked this out beforehand. Paul, we'll check that <laughs> out for next week. Mayo GA put up the scores uh, every week. It's a great service at the three championships. Um, Westport, obviously, I'd say are the top scorers and senior to putting up the biggest scores. Um, but it'll tighten up come quarterfinal stage, you'd expect. Um, why two weeks between matches? Bad weather coming, wet pitches, any chance of alternate weeks, senior, intermediate, and junior? Uh, I like the two weeks where if you're involved with the team, um, do you, I presume you like the two weeks gives a chance to get over injuries. If it was week on week, you'd probably have more injuries. Am I right? In that? There's both sides to it. There's both sides to it. I was actually thinking about that the last day in there because you're kind of you're you're getting revved up for a match, and then oh, you've you, you've another two weeks to you know slowly get going again. If but if you're if, if the calendar is marked, you just kind of go with it. Um, if it was week on week. You just go with it. So um it is handier for clearing up injuries or you can get a bit more of a block of work done that week leading up. You know, you have a two week period instead of if you have a big match on a on a Sunday, you're not doing anything till Wednesday and you're doing shag all, you're only tipping around and, and, and getting going again for the weekend ahead. So the two weeks is, is good, yeah. Yeah. It's flying. The year is yeah. flying. We're nearly in October last. Jesus Christ. It was well, it was June fucking last time I checked the calendar and now it's we're nearly in October. Yeah. Uh, any chance of alternate week, senior, intermediate, and junior? It'll be the perfect system, but there's not enough weekends in the year. And unfortunately, for for me, not for most people out there, hurling impinges on having that system because, especially with this new amalgamation, St. Kieran's, there's so many lads now with dual clubs that they just can't do it. Um, so it's never going to happen, unfortunately. But it'd be great for getting the matches if there was alternate weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, should club managers be facing the chop for failing to get out of the group? That's one for Ooh. you, John. Jesus. That's a Ooh. tough one, isn't it? Huh? Who asked that? That's a bit harsh. Uh, Colin DP86 asked that question. I'd say Colin's cutting at someone here. I don't know who it is. Wait <laughs> 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 to see what club he is. Yeah, uh, he's just... a follower. What's the username? What's the username? I'll look him up. Colin DP eighty six. So he's 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 a good age, like Colin DP. Uh, Jesus, that's not coming up for me. DP eighty six. Yeah, 
Um, I'm looking through. He's only one follower. It's a new account. He's, he's someone obviously having a pop at some manager now. Yeah, uh, there's some manager in this site. Uh, Mark <laughs> Maloney, I can assure you it's not me. <laughs> I don't know if you believe you. What do you think, John? Is that too harsh? Ah, oh, it's a bit harsh. It's a bit, it, it's a bit as a man's interview of the week, it always depends. So uh, it depends on the situation. So uh, yeah, it's it. This is you can't put everyone in the same uh, bracket. Like we have a message here from uh, Roscommon contributor Eugene Regan. I believe was Roscommon man. Bob's still playing in the muck and shite despite all the hoopla. Uh, Eugene, the pitches in Mayo are perfect. It must be just for scrap. <laughs> the chip of the book and shite. What do you reckon, lads? Yeah, but that's winter football, isn't it? That's what you're going to expect when it gets to now from here on in. It's not going to be nice. I mean, I remember doing umpire in the intermediate final down in McHale Park last year and it wasn't, it wasn't in great shape down our side. Um, so, yeah, look at it. It is, it is, lads. And uh, it means also that the football is the football quality is going to deteriorate a little bit as well. So, um, yeah. Anyone asking any question about the Rugby World Cup? Uh, Alan, Ireland... Higgins, Alan Higgins has won here for a wet ref. Ref, will your mate Jackman get you tickets to the rugby final? My mate Bernard Jackman? Yeah. Yeah, sure. He'd, he'd, just sure you'd be going to the intermediate final. It'd be on the same evening. <laughs> is it? It is, yeah, the bank holiday weekend. Yes, uh, the rugby world cup finds at eight o'clock on that Saturday. So we'll have to get I, on to the we'll have to get on to the power speed to move the rugby world cup final. So <laughs> now, for everyone from every intermediate club in Mayo, just notice that John Stagg has checked out the calendar when Holly McCarmore will be playing in the intermediate final. Yeah, that is confidence. Or be away in holidays. So yeah, or he yeah. Uh, he's checking the calendar because he'll be there doing live commentary. On Midwest Radio. On Midwest Radio. Radio. I'm afraid I'm away. I'm away. Oh, yeah. So, right. I'm away. Yeah, I'm going to miss all the county finals. Yeah. So, ugh, I know. Think so that's all the questions, lads. Is enough for tonight, anyway. Uh, anything else happening in the world out there before we go? Just have a quick look at the phone, see if anyone want me. Uh, rugby, lads. Are we going to win the World Cup? It's a great chance. We'll never get a better chance. Never no. get a better chance, so I've heard that before, John. I know, but it just it's fallen nicely for us now. Every with no injury so far, touch yeah. wood. France have lost their main man, looks like he could be out. It feels like beating Dublin. New Zealand aren't going well, Australia definitely aren't going well. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, look at as I said, they'll never get a better chance. Yeah, um, I, I know, I know every team does it, lads, but the. After the match the last day, they're going round the crowd celebrating the team. Didn't sit well for me from a GA point of view. When when you do that, you're you're sort of accused of being big heads. I think yeah, I think the problem mm. there is I think, kind of, I think the rugby the both teams They all do it, don't they? Yeah, I think both teams. I think South Africa done it as well, and they lost the match. So it seems to be a thing in rugby that you go around and meet the guys. <laughs> yeah, but it kind of helps that we've a we've a couple of really serious quality players from other countries playing with us too. <laughs> sorry, to, sorry, sorry yeah. to dampen things there and all, but what no do you mean? Bondiaki, Mac, Mac Hansen, Jimison Gibson Park. Uh, who else is there? 
Beelham. James Lowe. James and the Virgin Lowe. Media coverage, I think, the other day, lads, to said that the, the, after the Leinster Academy, uh, foreigners were the next most from from Mandy Academy. So the more the Munster, Ulster, Connacht was foreigners. That's yeah. some good recruiting. That's some good buying by the IRFU. Fair play. But, I, but are, you, are you allowed so many, though, are you? Or... No, you can as many as you want. Oh. They just have to live here for five, is it five years there's or three a, there's, years. There's a rule, yeah. Um, yeah. I seen on Kildare Twitter last night, lads, uh, Clamars man doing well with a tie. Vincent Welsh, uh, he has them back in the semi-final. He won a championship there before. Um, we don't hear much about Vincent's exploits, but he won two Connacht colleges titles with Coleman, so he's putting together a serious CV. He may yeah. be the man to come back to Clamars if... But I think he's living up there and working up there, so it's unlikely that'll happen. Yeah, good lad, Vinny, yeah. Have we... Uh, um, my head is completely gone, lads. Johnny, jo- Johnny Doyle's point. Yes. Rolling back the years. Great to see it, isn't it? He Love seems that. to be doing it. He seems to be doing it, though, every week. Or the, he's regularly... Um, there's regular updates about him on Twitter. He's just supposed to be an absolute freak. Right, yeah. Did you ever notice that Johnny Doyle from Island Eddie looks exactly like Johnny Doyle from Kildare? No. No. Well, they do. The two, <laughs> they look very similar and they're the same name. Yeah. It's some crack. Yeah. Listen to you. One. I swear she's the one doing the video saying, don't let him shoot. Yeah. Yeah, shoot. yeah. Yeah. And he had the sideline like. Yeah. Serious. Uh, I, I went to a match in Toronto the other night, ref. I was working up. Cavan Monaghan direction went up and I got out of the ground at a quarter to 11 or shortly thereafter. I uh, tweet, did I tweet that about that game being yeah, a penalties? Time for a championship game to go. The Tyrone system, lads, is very interesting. 10 games in the league with county players. Yeah, yeah, if the if you're if Tyrone are still involved in the championship, the league stops, they wait for the county players to come back. And then the championship is knockout and they're getting serious crowds. Five and six thousand going to first round championship matches. Uh very enjoyable experience if it went on a little too long for me. The thoughts of driving home to uh Tamaris at that time of night weren't appealing, but I enjoyed it. Um it's nice to see uh football in other counties. Is it is it fair though that you have one crack of the whip and your ears over? Yeah, but at least at least there's a, a relation between the county players and the clubs. That's lost in Mayo, in my view. There's some of the county players now, if they're injured, they might play one or two matches with their club in the year. Like, it's not enough. If if, if these lads are coming up through your underage system to see them once or twice a year, it's not enough. It really isn't. And the whole value of league football is gone now as far as I'm concerned. Like, they've watered it down so much. The players aren't even bothered turning up for league matches anymore in the county. At least in Tyrone, to know you're going to see your players for 10 or 11 matches in the year. Uh, I suppose we we are now of the mindset that it's all about championship league doesn't matter. Whereas in Tyrone, league does matter. So it's what, what you feel. I just think there should be a relationship between a county player and this club. And that has nearly evaporated in this county. 
No, it's gone in the yeah. You won't get it yeah. back. because uh, it, yeah. it, it, it was going down this road for years and years. And uh I think since James Horton maybe came in, it definitely started going that way. And it's actually unknown to us really. We've just actually realized mm-hmm. actually the county players don't play a league anymore unless it's at the very end. And it's it's more or less like the rugby now, as in the rugby yeah. clubs. That like you don't see them playing for Shannon or Young Munster, no. The you hardly you, know, you hardly see them play for uh for the, in, in the Munster, yeah, yeah, uh, for Munster like the yeah. international players to play very yeah. few games, yeah, very few, yeah, in a so and and that's that's the way it's gone. Like, so I still say it'd be great to see you know whoever can play, play, you know, and lads that need games, let them go. But I don't think you agree that at the end as well that it's not it's not kind of fair. Well, come here. If you have them for the majority of the league, uh, I'd rather see a knockout system and have your county players available for the majority of the league. They're the players to young fellas look up to in the club. That's what encourages the youth and the clubs to play with the club. Is to, is the county players coming back to play at their club, and that has been lost. Like, I I think the G is is gone. It's so driven by money now that it's all about the county team and clubs doesn't matter. Like even the club championship. It's all about the stream and it's all about the gates. It's all about money. The, the, what the GA was formed for about the community is nearly lost now, in my opinion. It's gone too big. Yeah. It's gone, they're spending too much money on, on fucking inter-county teams. There's millions being spent. And it's gone to the point now where... It, I think John Cuff had an article in, in the uh, in the Western was this week Western. or last week about making this... It, it's... It's gone to the stage where they're just pumping way too much money into a game for, okay, yeah, we get massive crowds watching Intercounty, but I still think we get massive crowds if the standard was a little bit lower. Like it's not going to, it's 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 an arms race to the, to the end of nothing. Really, is what's going on. Who can spend more money or more preparation? And this getting to the stage now where the, was the Limerick hurlers were off for two weeks for work before the quarter final or whatever it was like it's money and is, like is fucking the yeah. GA sorry ref sorry ref the other point I'll make there's this misnomer that there's no interest in, in club football there's a big interest we can see what our numbers they go up when the club championship starts listening to the podcast there's a huge interest in club football like uh, um the national media, have you believed, there's no interest in club football and they give it, they give it scant coverage in most of the papers, maybe a county final if you're lucky and none of the ordinary club stuff. But, like, there is a huge interest. You see the crowds going to games. Like, people love their club football. I just wish we could see. I grew up looking at looking for the club lads to get into the county. You've seen them every week playing with your club. You don't see it anymore. And I, I think we have to try and wrestle back a bit of the control back to clubs and tell the county managers, sorry, no, you can't have them all year round. Uh, you have to, if, the, if they're not involved in the 26, they're back to their clubs. And try and get a little bit more of a link between the county player and the clubs. Probably won't happen, mind. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, That's I, I agree view. that definitely outside the 26 lads should be playing. Like like Paul Towie, I just use him an example this year. How many, how many, did he play league games for Charleston? Like, you know, he didn't end up in the, the county squad at all in the end and didn't play very much football for the more year long. So he's one example, I suppose, 
Um, but but there's examples yeah. every year. Of, uh, normally, thirty six to forty lads are in a county panel, so there's ten lads every year in that in that boat, and it's doing them no good. It's not helping their football that they're not playing club football. But we won't solve it, lads. Yeah. Ref, no. what do you think? About what? About <laughs> 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 lads. How do play more with their clubs? Uh, I don't know. You've me, you've me bet anyway, and to be honest with you, I, it's never going to happen. It's, it's gone too far. It's gone too far. And... Uh. There's so I much money being spent on us. Back a bit, if you look at down and me this year, I know they're attaching cup level, but they're, they're, I think the penny's beginning to drop with some county managers. They might be better off playing club football than in here trying to with me. It makes absolute sense to do it. I, I, I don't understand the. It's the perfect. It's the perfect uh, remedy from to training. Like if you're not playing games. Back to the club, play club catches. Um, it's it's good for the player itself in terms of they feel important again. Or I'm sure a lot of them fellas are sitting up in in count inter county squads, and they know they're not even going to be in the twenty six. They're cannon fodder for training, and it does take from them. A bit, you know, it wear any man or woman down for that for four or five months. Go back to your club, and all of a sudden you're you're a massive part of the the community or the team, and you're badly needed. So it's good for them mentally to. Go back and uh, go back to the clubs and and play football like it's 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 a game. It's for entertainment purposes. The whole idea of this podcast and the sport is to entertain ourselves and get get away from mundane life and shit that goes on around you. That's the whole idea of it. Like, doesn't have to be always so fucking serious. But deep, lads. Sorry, right. lads. Last thing. So. Uh, the Examiner podcast, I listened to it this week and uh, James Horn was on. He was asked, did many counties approach him? And he said five. And did he seriously consider any of them? And he said no, that his main emphasis this year was going to be on the Brafie under 10 team. I wonder, did he forget about uh, under 20s or was it tongue-in-cheek? <laughs> maybe, maybe. In the, yeah, tongue-in-cheek, I'd say, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the ladies. Are better. Better finish up. Don't mention the ladies. Uh, in that. Yeah, um, the county champions look in big trouble. They lost at the weekend a serious win for Kilmavie, mm. so Borussia will probably uh, they have to get a result against Westport to stay in the championship, which isn't going to be an easy task for them. Uh, that's the big news line from the week. Um, we were both at the Hollymount Carnacon match. Um. Closely contested game. I was officiating. You were a supporter, John. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought. I thought we had a right good chance of taking them down this time. They beaten them twice this year already. We we had, but it just um, Carnacon just maybe that little bit streetwise still cuter on the day. Um, it was a bad day for football. No, it was really wet. Whatever and um. Yeah, they they came out on top. Uh, our girls found it hard to score in the second half. They got a goal, maybe. Did they get a point as well? I'm not sure. But no, I think just a goal. And that's not going to be enough. Um, So I'd say they're, they were very disappointed afterwards at Cairn uh, Still got that bit of cuteness. They're, they're coming near the end. They, they, I think about four or five subs. They're definitely coming near the end. No, no doubt about that. But uh, they still had the, 
And like Michelle McGing playing yesterday, you know, um, Cora, obviously, and uh, John McHale, you know, there are still three big players to them. Um, I see also uh, Charleston ran Westport to four points as well, which, which I'm sure they'll be happy enough with that performance. And the other game, they knock more, eventually got on top of Castaver after being a point down at halftime. So, uh, knock more and Westport still look the two teams um, at this stage. One result that caught my eye lower down the grades, John. We played Clamoris last year in a challenge game and they give us a good height and, and St. Bridget's bet them in the junior championship. but didn't see that one coming. No, definitely wouldn't see it coming, no. You know, Bridget's, not, again, Bridget's not been near favourites for this junior championship for a good while. They're playing in a league or two above junior level. Yes, Clamoris would have been playing up around Division 1 level there for a while the last couple of years. And yeah. uh, one of the favourites for the intermediate championship the last couple of years, it was a huge shock to went down. And uh, like no more than the lads have had unprecedented success at underage level in the last few years. Jeez, that ref, I don't know where you pulled that out. Of. Is that Mahadi's club or something? No, Bridget's. I. How do you have that information on Bridget's? Because I spent a year managing in the junior women's championship. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> I forgot you're a big fan of the ladies game yeah sorry <laughs> well lads you better cut it off I've done my <laughs> bit I've done my bit I've done my bit <laughs> he served his country John yeah. so do we so do we yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. right right yeah can common yeah. mind is five better than we folks <laughs> come on Holly lads get the job done <laughs> 